Hello, world. You are listening to Townley Money Basics, the podcast that helps you improve your financial knowledge. I am your host, Sean Townley. Welcome, world, to Townley Money Basics, the show that takes this big concept we call money and breaks it down into itty-bitty pieces so I can understand it better, and maybe you can too. Today, we're going to talk about cashless society. So in a world where we're finding more and more places, I, I keep going to different places that don't take cash anymore. A cashless society is one where cash, paper, and coin currency isn't used for financial transactions. Instead, all transactions are electric. So electronic, I should say. So think about that for a moment. You know, I'm, I'm, I know I'm a little bit older, and I remember a time where cash was king. And I think cash is still king to some extent, but maybe the days are numbered for cash. And we're going to talk about that today. We're going to talk about the pros and the cons, and I might have some thoughts on it. Because I think there's definitely some situations where I prefer to be a little bit more anonymous. And it's not because I'm doing anything illegal. It's just because I don't necessarily want everything tracked in my life. I think if everything's going to be tracked. But before I get ahead of myself, let's talk a little bit about cashless society. So I know a lot of countries have been experimenting with this. You know, a lot of people use their phones now to do all their transactions. So, I mean, this is not a foreign concept. If you go to any NFL game or Major League Baseball you know, game, you're going to find that they don't take cash anymore. Not even the people in, that bring you beers in the stands, right? You're going to have to scan your phone. You're going to have to do something, you know, Apple Pay or Google Pay or something equivalent or hand them a credit card. And even credit cards, I don't know how much longer they're going to be around. So let's get into it. Let's talk about the pros and the cons of cashless society. And I definitely want to hear your thoughts. So be thinking about those and, and get ready to send those to me. So the pros are... The cash, you know, robberies may disappear for cash reasons, right? So a lot of people, if you're not carrying cash, a lot of people get mugged and stuff maybe for the cash they have. Now, there's still credit cards, so I don't know how much this is going to happen, you know, I mean, or how much it's going to lower the crime rate per se. I mean, or if they take your phone, of course, phones have a little bit more security than say like a credit card. I can pretty much swipe a credit card pretty much anywhere, but uh, and it might take a while for me to top stop, you know, any transaction that's going to happen. So that may be one way to look at it. But I don't know. I mean, a little bit of a pro is that, you know, some people think that cash robberies you know, or muggings would be down because of cash. That's all right. You can't go up to a kid and get his lunch money anymore. That's that's a thing of the past. The other thing is paper trails make more illegal transactions harder to make. Right, so if, if if every transaction is being recorded, which is a little scary in my opinion, then theoretically, then bad people wouldn't be able to move money around. Now I know with with cryptocurrencies, that's going to change that because there will be some privacy. There is a public kind of uh, recording of how the money is being traded and who has it and such, but. You know, I think we're still working through the infancy of that. So going forward, I'm, I'm kind of interested to see how that's going to work because there is sort of a paper trail there. Now, I guess you can be anonymous in that paper trail, but at the end of the day, someone has logged who owns that currency at some point. So I think that's one that's going to be a little bit more you know, to be determined, so to speak. So we'll see how that works out going forward. Uh, one advantage could be no longer need to print money. So, I mean, we have the mints. We have mints in several parts of the country. And if they don't have to make dollar bills and coins anymore, I mean, theoretically, that would lower the cost of you know making money going forward if it's all electronic. And then, of course, the international exchanges are easier because if you use 
an electronic format to exchange, then you'll get the up-to-date currency rate. You won't have to go to coin changers. You won't have to go to those booths that you go to that you see in the airports where you have to exchange maybe dollars for euros or dollars for pounds or whatever currency you happen to be traveling in at that time. So those are some of the pros. Maybe, I don't know if they're all very strong pros at this point, but I mean, I think the, the case keeps being made. I mean, after the pandemic, a lot of people don't want to touch cash. Cash is quite dirty. So maybe there is some there is some case for making cash go away. I mean, there's, there's a lot of reasons that, that we spoke about. So I don't know. I, I'd love to hear your opinions on that. So here are some of the cons, right? So the number one is loss of transaction privacy. Like I said, there's some times where maybe I want to spend some money in cash. I may go into a place that is doesn't seem as reputable, perhaps, you know, maybe even a convenience store of some sort. And I don't know that I feel comfortable swiping a credit card there or using my Apple Pay. I mean, Apple Pay is probably going to be a little bit more secure, but there's probably going to be times when I want to make a cash transaction simply because I want it to be anonymous. I don't necessarily want people tracking me. And I think that privacy is a big concern here. I think privacy is one of the things that's going to keep cash around for the foreseeable future. You let me know what you think. The uh, the other con is hacking risk will increase. I mean, we've, we've certainly seen where if we were all electronic that, you know, there is an opportunity for hackers to be able to get our hard-earned money, right? Whereas if you have a little cash in a tin somewhere or under your mattress somewhere, then perhaps, you know, you'll have the availability to at least have some money. If all the, you know, electronics go away, you would have an opportunity to do some sort of trading. So I don't know. I, you know, hacking hacking is a big concern. I mean, the bad guys aren't going away anytime soon. So hacking risk increase is certainly a con for a cashless society. And then technology could leave you stranded. And this maybe isn't even a bad actor situation. Maybe this is just your phone dying, right? The battery just runs out of juice. And you're not able to swipe anymore. And if you don't have a credit card or cash on you, then it's hard to make a transaction. You may get stranded somewhere. And then, of course, if it's on your phone, you can't even make a phone call. I mean, how horrible would that be? So that might be one thing that could stop this from becoming a reality, I think. And then uh, then the other section is, you know, the unbanked. There are still lots of people in this world that don't trust banks for, for one reason or another. I mean, whether eco-social reasons but they've never trusted banks. When they get their paycheck, they always cash it out. They pay all their bills in cash. So I, I would have some concern about them because, I mean, that that is a significant portion of the population. We need to make sure that there's a way for them to continue to do business. I mean, we want them to be able to pay their bills. There's a lot of places where you can go up and still pay your bills in cash, in person for your water bill and electric bill and those types of things. So, I mean, the unbanked would certainly be a big concern. There would have to be a way for them to be able to conduct transactions. Now, some people have said, you know, sometimes when they're social, you know, challenged folks, I mean, we have, you know, food stamps went away from actually being a cash to uh, a card. So I don't know, maybe, maybe that is an argument for moving forward that I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. And then finally, overspending may increase without physical reminder. I mean, that's one good thing about cash, right? Is if you have so much cash in your wallet, say you go to an event or you go to a party or something, you say, hey, I'm only going to spend, you know, 40 bucks here. Once that 40 bucks is gone, it's gone, right? There's that physical reminder, I've run out of money, it's time for me to go home. 
with a credit card, you don't necessarily get that, right? Or if you do an Apple Pay or Google Pay, you don't get that, right? You don't get that that kind of sense of the end of my spending has come to this point. So, I mean, keep that in mind as well. I mean, cash is very good at being a physical reminder of the limitations of what we have to spend. And so that might be another con going forward. So some of my thoughts going forward, I mean, the biggest concern is probably privacy. I mean, I worry about privacy somewhat. I do remember a world where cash was king, and, and I think cash still is king to an extent. But I see more and more venues, like I said, you know, especially like in sports and some other venues where you can't use cash anymore. And that's a little bit of a concern for me. You can't even go up and buy a baseball ticket. You can't even get a ticket to a baseball game anymore using just cash. I mean, the windows aren't there anymore. You have to do everything online and go through. And now they know who's attending the ballparks. And maybe that's good. Maybe that's not. I don't know. I guess I'm on the fence there. I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. Uh, The other thought is, you know, but it is convenient for transactions. I mean, when you have your phone, when you're able to use your phone to make payments, I mean, that's pretty convenient, right? I mean, most of us aren't going to leave our phone at home. Uh, today, even I went to go get some breakfast and I left my wallet at home. As long as I had my phone, I was able to make the transaction. I was able to get to my breakfast taco and everything was all good. Otherwise I'd had to go home and get my wallet again. So there is some convenience to the transactions. I give you that, but is that enough? Is that enough to offset it? Should it be my choice or should it just be, you know, something that we have to live with going forward? Next is the payment apps and credit cards. I mean, you know, you're going to get locked in some sort of ecosystem. There's, there's a, uh, you know, PayPal, there's Venmo, there's all these different apps. So I would like to see more maybe of a, I don't know, something that is a standard of such. I mean, there's a lot of different vendors out there today. So I don't know if a standard would be necessary going forward for everybody to be able to accept it. I mean, the one thing about the American dollar is everywhere you go, you know, it's, it's pretty much taken. I mean, there, there are probably some, some places you could tell me, uh, that, that it's not taken. I mean, like in Canada, they're, they're not as big on taking our dollar, but in Mexico, they absolutely are. And most parts of the world, the, the dollar is still very revered as, you know, the currency of choice. So, you know, I, I don't know about that one. I mean, I have to think about that, you know, the apps versus cash, you know, I still see a place, I still see scenarios where I want to use both. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. And then, the next thing is, what happens to the existing cash? So if we say, hey, uh, in 10 years, cash is going away, what happens to all the cash that's out there? I think last time I looked, it was about 7% of all the money in the world is cash. So what happens then? I mean, do you go in and trade it in? Do you get it on a, a debit card of some sort? How would that work? I'm kind of curious how the governments would take care of that sort of need. And then... One thing to keep in mind, whether cash continues to be physical or virtual or electronic or however you want to look at it you, it, you still need a spending plan. You still need an opportunity to save money, have an emergency plan, and be able to make sure that you have a purpose for your money. So that's not going to go away. Regardless of how you spend your money, whether it's in cash or electronic, the planning is still never going to go away, in my opinion. So I'd love to hear your opinions on that as well. So in recap, a cashless society, you know, I think I'm seeing more and more of this. I didn't think, you know, there was a time where I think this wouldn't be a thing where, you know, cash would always be king, but slowly but surely as the modern technologies take on, it just looks like more and more 
we're moving to more of a cashless type of society. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. Reach out to me. You can find me at townleytech at gmail.com. You can find me on LinkedIn at Sean Townley and then go to my website, seantownley.com. I'd love to hear from you. Let me know. Until next time. Thank you for listening to Townley Money Basics. Goodbye, world.